Hello and hi, welcome to another Slice of Sci-Fi. I'm Summer Brooks, and with me today are producers Trevor Doyle and Alexa Khan, who are instrumental, I'm going to say, in bringing a unique film, the first Mongolian feature film to be distributed in the U.S., and I think internationally, and it's a horror thriller it's more of a suspense, uh, psychological mind game from end to end. It's absolutely gorgeous to look at. I love the soundtrack. The story, I had a little trouble following in a couple of places, but I'm going to chalk that up to cultural differences between the American, uh, North American sensibilities and Mongolia. But otherwise, this is a fascinating film. Welcome, Trevor and Alexa. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where did you guys find this? Well, uh, we started working in Mongolia uh, over five years ago. And of course, uh, Alexa is Mongolian. Um, so it's not so unusual that we'd be working there. And, and we started, we started uh, working on a film called The Steed, and uh, it was an amazing experience. It was, a, it was not a horror thriller. It was a film about a boy and a horse, and uh, it was a completely different sort of experience than shooting a horror film, of course. But when we went to Mongolia and we, we saw the way production works and we, we experienced the incredible uh, drive and uh, talent of Mongolian directors and writers and actors. Uh, it, it kind of, our, our entire concept of what we wanted to do with our, our company changed. And, and we realized that this had to be, this had to be something we were gonna do was, was to, to make a concerted effort to bring Mongolian cinema to to the world and also to the United States, which is where our company is, is uh, located. And uh, actually, in fact, this film, um, the director was our director of photography on the steed. He's an extremely accomplished DP. And uh, this, he, he's done, you know, close to 30 films in, in, uh, in Mongolia. So uh, he, he has, he has a, a really well-known visual style, um, and this is his, his freshman uh, filmmaking debut as, as a director. And I think, I think it's really obvious when you, when you watch the film that uh, his concept of story is, is incredibly visually based because uh, we didn't even have that much uh, dialogue in the film itself. But, uh, you know, I... I, I want to. I want Alexa to have a chance to talk about this because, of course, this is is very meaningful for her too, as you know, as a Mongolian, uh, being instrumental in bringing you know this film to uh, theaters too. Uh, Alexa, do you want to? Yes, definitely. So this is something that we've been uh, working on since 2017, and that's when we established our company called Three Flames Pictures. Myself, um, Trevor. And then uh, another founder, his name is E.B. Gumbold. He is also a very famous director. And so that's when the inception was. And now we're just excited that this film is getting the attention that 
it deserves. Uh, you know, it went to South by Southwest and it went to many different film festivals and it is distributed and it is the first Mongolian horror film to be theatrically distributed in the U.S. So we're celebrating it. And Batar is here, the director, and then the cast is flying in um, to, in two days. So we're going to be celebrating the premiere together uh, at the Chinese Man Theater on Thursday. Outstanding. This, the Batur's eye is, uh, to me, a gift. The, the way, the composition of most of the shots in this entire film, both interior and exterior, uh, the color shifts we, we see when we're not sure if someone is having a psychological episode or not. They're absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. And uh, were were you guys involved in like getting the equipment that was used to to set this all up? So uh, so Batar has access to most of the equipment in Mongolia now. Things were a little bit different five years ago when we when we shot the steed. But um, as I said, he's he's a really accomplished. Uh, DOP and and he knows the people with the right gear and that kind of stuff. And but with that said though, um, Batar is known to be a DP that can use minimal equipment to accomplish what he has um, accomplished and what he accomplishes on screen because of his extensive background and his experience of shooting a film over 10 years and he shoots about three movies a year and so you know it's just him and uh, the camera is an extension of him so uh yes he did use uh, some equipment but most of it was you know something that he just makes up and a lot of the shots that he um used was a body cam uh you know he was inside a a car when the car accident happened, strapped himself <laughs> with the actress, and then he was shooting it. So he used a lot of different tricks. And, you know, he, he really got out of his comfort zone because this is something that he's been wanting to do throughout his career. And this is his directorial debut, so he had all the freedom to do it. And hence we won the Audacity Award from uh, Oldenburg Film Festival is because of the <laughs> risk that he took to make the film. So talk about the development of the story. Um, just as a quick overview, uh, Aberrance is about a couple uh, from the city, Erkemi and Selenge, who have arrived at a cabin in uh, the wilderness to sort of decompress and give Selenge a chance to stabilize from what we are first told is a mental illness and they have a a, a weird kind of creepy neighbor and uh, things escalate and shenanigans ensue <laughs> were, 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 were you guys involved in the development of this story and, and, and how, it, how it, it twists a couple of times, including a couple of ways that I would never have seen coming? <laughs> right. So 
after we shot the steed actually uh we've been wanting to get into horror genre and so trevor actually was speaking with butter in an extended in extended version so he was just saying you know horror films would be great it's an exciting genre and then we found out that he already had the story developed and uh he started writing with it with two other uh writers um you know they were kind of working as a script doctor and then so the story came about so the actual inception of the you know the seed was planted but the the story was very something that is um the inner struggles that he has that he wanted to just portray it, uh, so terribly so the meaning behind the movie um uh, you know and the story is that you have to be in charge of your life and you can't just believe everything that is set out there because somebody else will is the meaning behind it. So there's, you know, little Easter eggs uh, in, in the screen that you'll see, like the blurred TV and things like that. So there's meaning behind it. It is just something that he is just so, um, it bothers him a lot that uh, it just feels like we have these um, rights and we have, you know, we have liberty, but in reality, we can be, uh, you know, a little... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we can be somebody that is being controlled by the mm -hmm. powers we have in this world. So that is the meaning behind the film. And that is something that he's highly driven to tell. Um, and Trevor, if you want to add more into that. Well, yeah, I, I would, I would just say also when, when I first started talking with him about, about horror and, and doing a horror film, um, it, it was kind of funny because uh, he doesn't like horror. Um, or at least I should say he didn't like horror, not until he did this. Uh, but you know, when he, when we started talking about it, he's like, I, I don't, I don't want to do horror, Trevor. It's not, it's, it's not the, uh, and I was like, well, we need to do something that's, that's different than the other Mongolian cinema that's being made. So, you know, we talked more about it and, you know, he's, he, he loves Darren Aronofsky. And he's like, you know, I like, I like thrillers. I like Aronofsky. And it's like, well, I'm like, well, why don't you, why don't you do something like that? <laughs> you know, why, why don't you lean into that idea? So, I mean, if, if I, I think it's, it's safe to say without giving anything away from the film that, that one of the things that this film um, shies away from, which I think is wonderful is it, it's not full of cheap scares. You're not like uh, you, you don't have things jumping out at you with loud sounds. It's, it's like the, uh, the, the dread and fear that you feel, is uh is brought about by the um the camera work and the sound and and the acting tension which is to me i feel like it's it's a it, it kind of elevates your your experience when you watch it it's like because you're the fear that you feel is something like, that's like inside of you not just not just what you're seeing on the screen which i i, I just think it was I, I really feel like that that's one of the things that sets it apart as far as a horror film goes yeah, I I consider this more of a uh, a psychological thriller than a horror because there are several layers of mind games and a couple of them you don't even realize your mind is being played with until much later. And I I enjoy psychological thrillers. You know, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the 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 slasher genre of horror. But if 
a psychological thriller will get my attention every time. And the way this is shot, plus the combination of some uses of the music, the, the atmosphere built up the internal tension of unease and imbalance. And I, I really, truly appreciate that. And just the level of mind games being played between the people. Cause you see what, you know, you see a scene from the perspective of the neighbor and it looks really off. And then you see it from Selenge's perspective and it's really off. And then <laughs> the, her, her two friends, you know, I, I never would have considered uh, Luxembourg to be a haven for luxury brand shopping, but okay, that's her thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, she was she was delightful. She was hilarious and yeah. it it added to the illusion of what you were saying before. You have a freedom, but that freedom is truly an illusion being used to control you. And that's that's a level of Philip K Dick mind games that I adore because I love Philip K Dick. So the the story is is something that intrigues me and having this movie be in mongolian with subtitles i think i missed a few keys just because of slight cultural differences or maybe some subtitling differences but in retrospect i think having the the way the scenes were shot and oh my goodness the music I love the music the music was so perfect and in quite a few scenes uh, talk can you talk about uh, the music well sure I mean uh, of course we're grateful for the composer and and everybody that worked on the music because you're absolutely right it's this film it's it's taken to a new level because of the music itself, which I, I think choices were made at the beginning that were um, in retrospect, you know, kind of dangerous, you know, it's like, cause, cause a lot of the music is instead of it being uh, deep and foreboding, it's, it's uh, I believe that the music is reminiscent of something you might hear at a carnival or something like that. Um, it's 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 it borders on whimsical and that somehow makes it more scary. Yes. And and that I, I just feel like the because I know that everybody is friends and like our art director and and the composer and the director and it's everybody was able to to kind of talk about what they were looking for and I feel like what really happened is everybody just kind of brought their A game. And, you know, it was a real collaborative process and risks were taken and the risks really paid off, you know, like that kind of, that kind of risk with the music. Also, I don't know if you, if you notice, like with the art direction, you know, the, the, the cabin itself was very stark. There wasn't a whole lot of, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of things that, that united people being there. And, and then the things that were in there that would normally show things, you know, like there was a television set, but I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but it was always, it always had static. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because uh, you know that was that was again that was that was art direction and the director working together, basically saying you know we want to make it clear that the information that we're all consuming that it's it's coming from the powers that be it's coming it's coming from people who you know wh- whether that's the ultra wealthy or it's the government or you know whatever it is it's like we're being we're being force fed everything and and it's it's uh, it's controlling us in ways that we don't even understand and then and to add to that and to add to that the static is something that we're just you know the social media the media nowadays is just all a distraction, right? And it just boils down to being this noise. And what are we getting out of it? It just becomes all this just bundled noise that people are so distracted about. And because of that, people are also internally distracted and therefore being consumed by somebody else as opposed to us living our lives the way, you know, we're, we want to. It, just everybody's just getting lost is the idea. And that's the art direction and the sound also. The sound is very raw and it's very plain. And because of that, it, it has this eerie feeling. And it was all done by one group of uh, people, the sound, the score, the music, and then just the engineering. It was all done by the same group, Terminal Records. Uh, just as an aside, I thought that the TV with static on it was a, a wink and a nod to Poltergeist. So maybe that's just me. <laughs> well, so, okay. There are, there are things in the film that, that uh, were, you know, like Easter eggs, like we were, we were saying earlier, it's like, there are things in the film that they have multiple meanings. And I also feel that, that, other people pull even cooler stuff out of <laughs> out of the moments in the film. We're oftentimes like, "Wow, that really works." That's <laughs> we wish we thought of that. <laughs> yes, yes. So first, you know, the soundtrack. Will that be available for for people to to consume on their own? And where will people be able to see this? Um, so the music video is actually on YouTube. Um, it is named under the Mongolian name, but uh, it's also with Three Flames Pictures. Uh, Three Flames Pictures is the YouTube channel. And then for the film, it will be out on uh, at the Lemley Theater, Royal Lemley Royal Theater in Los Angeles, starting from this Friday for a week, limited time only. And But people can also join us at the premiere so it's this Thursday at the Chinese Man Theater. The cast and the director and all of us will be there answering Q&A. And this Friday at the Lumley Theater will also be available for Q&A after the showing. Excellent, excellent. Well, Trevor, Alexa, thank you so much for, for your work in, in bringing a new style, a new storytelling hopefully maestro (laughs) to our attention uh and i i wish three flames pictures all the luck and in in doing this again with with more directors and and more films so uh, again thank you so much for for your time today thank you this has been wonderful real pleasure yes and we'll be back with more slice of sci-fi right after this 
Escape Pod, the free science fiction podcast brought to you by Escape Artists. I rippled a welcoming cadence of light beneath my skin, and then, seeing the newcomer was human, made my best approximation of a smile. Welcome to Helixer Transgalactic Lounge. Each week, one story told well. She should have never come back to this God's forsaken junk heap of a space station, but she couldn't help but miss it when she was away for too long. From the most astonishing and visionary storytellers of the genre. But because time is a trick of the mind, it can be hacked, and we have gotten good at it. We had to. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, or find us on the web at escapepod.org and on Patreon under EA Podcasts. Hi, this is Barbara Crampton, and you're listening to Slice of Sci-Fi. Ooh, scary. Aberrance is one of those rare indie international finds and if you have the chance to see it I recommend going to check it out. Um, It's only playing at the Lemley Theater in Los Angeles through Friday, October 13th I believe, but it should be available digitally after that, I hope. Uh, The Cinematography is impressive. The music is compelling and actually amplifies what you're seeing on the screen. So, yeah, highly recommend checking it out if you get the chance. How about you? What sort of international thrillers or action or science fiction films are you looking forward to? Are there any coming up that uh, you might be seeing? Share with the rest of us. Give me a call. Let me know. The number is 602-635-6976 or shoot me an email, summer at sliceofsci-fi.com. You can also leave a message in the discussion section for this episode on the website, sliceofsci-fi.com, or let me know via Twitter. We're at sliceofsci-fi there, and on Blue Sky, at sliceofsci-fi.com on that platform. You can listen to Slice of Sci-Fi on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Player FM, and iHeartRadio Podcasts, And if you're listening on Apple or following on Podchaser, please consider leaving us a review, letting folks know you are enjoying this podcast and maybe they should check it out for themselves. I'd like to thank everyone who's currently helping to support our efforts throughout the Slice of Sci-Fi universe, which includes sliceofsci-fi.com, sliceofsci-fi.tv, Babylon Podcasts, Writers After Dark, and a few other websites that uh, are going to be up and running again soon. Your support, your listening to these podcasts, your donations through Patreon and PayPal really do help keep things online around here. And for that, I am thankful and grateful and so appreciative that 
you guys are still listening to the show after almost 20 years. We're, we're closing in on 20 years. March 2005 was when we started this, uh, <laughs> this little, literally, slice of the science fiction entertainment uh, industry. It's an industry now. It's got to be called an industry. And we're still going. 20 years of a podcast. Kind of, wow. I need to think about that. I need to seriously uh, think about what to do when that 20th anniversary comes along. Anyway, thank you all who have been listening this whole time, supporting this whole time. Your your support, your enjoyment of the shows that we put out means a lot. So thank you. Thank you so much. If you'd like to add your support, the place to go is patreon.com slash slice of sci-fi. You can pick a tier, any tier, and become eligible for perks. Every month I pick an email address out of the hat, or rather the random number generating robot over here does. And that person is free to choose from a book, a DVD, a 4K, a Blu-ray, from the list of uh, review materials I get here that I just don't have the space to keep. So you guys who keep this machine running get first dibs at some really nice, uh, nice goodies. So we have that for the Patreon supporters and hopefully in the near future, uh, our Discord supporters. Yes, we're building something different. Well, different for here anyway. Uh, but if you'd like to support without committing to a monthly pledge, you can use the link paypal.me slash sci-fi summer and donate every now and then and still help keep things going around here. You can also support by browsing and shopping our curated shop over at sliceofsci-fi.net. Uh, we've got nonfiction books, Blu-rays, 4Ks, DVDs, movies and television shows that are typically, mostly, sometimes off the beaten path but that uh, we've enjoyed over the years that uh, you might find interesting. There are selections there from several of our contributors. So check that out. And remember, everything over there is an affiliate link. So purchases made through sliceofsci-fi.net do also help support efforts here. And again, thank you. Thank you so much for helping keep this little geek corner of the web going. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with more Slice of Sci-Fi next time. Take care. Mm-hmm.